The secret to well-being is discovering the power that is your birthright, the power to create a happier, healthier life drawn from our own vast internal resources. Join Jules and her guests as they gently guide you to shift your perspective from the familiar negative to the divinely connected, a place that will not only positively impact your world, but possibly shift the planet. It's all right here on Law of Attraction Talk Radio. Well, welcome to Law of Attraction Talk Radio. I'm Jules from beautiful Southern California, and I'm so glad you could be with us tonight because we have my favorite and only co-host, Dr. David Che, with us. Hi, David. Hi, Jules. How's it going? Great. And we also have a, a caller who wanted to talk to you more. Um, Jim's got some questions for us today. Great. Okay. And then tonight's show, we're going to be talking, continuing talking about um, Chinese medicine and uh, about the motions uh, that have to do with your health. Is that correct, too? Yes. Yes. I mean, we got got a lot to talk about, man. We're going to talk to Jim for a little bit. I'm going to answer some questions from some of our uh, fans on Twitter, and then uh, we can get into some of the other stuff, too. Great. That sounds, it's going to be a very, very informational show and I'm delighted. So let's talk to the caller. Hi, Jim. Hey, Jim. How's it going? I know last time, I know last time we talked, um, we had a a, a nice, I mean, you'd purchased my book and we we knew that, you know, a a nice consultation we had on the phone and, um, you know, we talked about the law of attraction and you said you had some additional questions on Chinese medicine. And, um, I said, well, how about you just call to the show? And today's your chance to, um, can I talk about what you want about about health and Chinese medicine? You can, you can now is the open court. You can kind of ask us kind of what um, you may have some have thoughts about. Yeah, I don't have any specific questions about Chinese medicine because I just don't know that much about it. I'm, I'm, I'd like to learn more. Okay. My main reason main reason for my call is that I, I just I, I want to feel better, and I'm. I'm looking for advice on how to really dig down and manifest the health of your body. I've how to turn mind, body, mind and body approach. I just want to learn more about it. And if Eastern or Chinese medicine is a way that I can uh, get into that, then I'm all for like, like, like feeling better. You said at least. Yeah, I yeah. have. I, I had cancer in 1997. Okay. And I had uh, radiation and a bunch of surgeries and uh, chemotherapy, and so I've had a bunch of a bunch of issues. <laughs> I've had twenty years, so I'm I'm super super grateful for that. <laughs> but it seems like every day something new pops up, and I'm and I you know it's like go to a specialist they can treat me for one thing, but I just I don't think everything I have is is. Um, I think they're, they're just all different functions. I don't know. I, I'm just I'm kind of at a loss here. You know, you I mean, I mean, something else pops up. Are you going through every day? No, uh, with that of that energy, or what is it? What is it you say when you shoot, you want to feel better? What what is it? Specific? Oh, I have my energy levels go up and down. Okay. Um, on a daily daily basis, I have a. I have something that they told me that the uh, chemo probably started uh, called autonomic dysfunction, and it has to do with your automatic nervous system. And so, okay. and my blood pressure really fluctuates. Sometimes it will drop to where I get real lightheaded, and 
And then, you know, I sit down or I have, you know, just take it easy for a little while and then things start to get better. Then I feel pretty good. And sometimes I can go two or three days and I start thinking, oh man, okay, I'm, I'm back. I'm, everything's doing good. Then a couple of days later, something like that, man. And I, I feel like my immune system might be a little weak because if I just overdo it too much in, a, in the slightest way, I get feeling like I have the flu. I'll get chills and okay. get a little fever. Okay. So I take some aspirin. I go to bed. I wake up a few hours later. I feel good again. But then I got to okay. be really careful. So I'm just, you know, I'm not sure where all this is coming from. Okay. Now, do you, do you do, do yeah? Do you still take certain medications or no? You don't take anything hardly now. I do. I do. Uh, yeah, I take a couple. Couple like 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 prescription yeah. from the doctor. I yeah, I take one for uh, um, thyroid, and I take because when they did the radiation treatments, they kind of fouled up uh, my thyroid, and then I take one for this autonomic dysfunction that okay. helps the they keep the they keep the blood pressure a little higher. Okay. 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 So, um, how about we, how about we look at it from this approach? Um, well, let me ask you, have you listened to some of the previous shows Jules and I have done or not really? I have, I've been listening to, to LOA for two or three years and mostly Jules shows. And I've, I, uh, I've been listening to you and her, I think since you got started with her. <laughs> okay. Have you heard the show where well, I said I pretty the, much uh, have the, heard them all. Yeah, have you heard of the show where I talk about the four main supplements you have to everybody should be taking? Have you heard that one, or you haven't? Maybe I I I, I would <laughs> say yes, but if you ask me what those supplements are, <laughs> I have to say okay. I don't remember. Okay, and that's a lot of information. Um, um, I mean, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna summarize some of it here because we're on the show. But um, don't feel free to go back to that show, the four supplements, and and other. There's another one. It's called the Six Criteria of Health. I don't know if you've um, listened to that show too. We go really in detail on that one, um, but definitely go to that one. Like I said, after the show, Jules can give you the links or wherever how to go back and listen to those two shows. Um, but the, sure. but you know to kind of throw it in this show since we're talking here, um, the four supplements that everybody should be taking. The first one is uh, vitamin D, uh, vitamin K two, uh, iodine, and vitamin C. Now in the in the the show that the past show, if you go back, I, I go into detail how you can get those supplements and, and or buy them and then how much you should be taking. But these four yeah. supplements are really, really important in keeping just not, not just someone like you, but everybody healthy all the time. Because um, um, vitamin vitamin C, everybody has heard about. That's huge. Um, you know, we don't make vitamin C in our bodies. We have to get it from the diet, but we don't get enough in our in our modern diet. And vitamin C is involved in a lot of our bodily functions. Okay, but what's been overlooked also is vitamin D. Vitamin D is huge, huge. I mean, every day I probably read something new about vitamin D that I didn't know before, and it only only further strengthens the fact that. Again, we don't get enough vitamin D in our diet. Um, you know, uh, people don't go in the sun as much. Like you, you get you get vitamin D when you um, your body makes vitamin D when sunlight hits your skin. But we're all taught these days to stay out of the sun because it causes cancer and all this. And we're working we're working more indoors these days, so we're not in the sun to produce vitamin D. And so we're living in a state of vitamin D deficiency. And so um, when you know when you when you don't have enough energy or you know things don't you know you don't feel good. A lot of times it's from too little vitamin D. We're not we just don't have enough of that in our body. And so is there um, a particular vitamin D that's better? Is there one um, vitamin D three? Anything over the counter? Vitamin D three and and Biden and I, I always tell people Biden ten thousand IU's, not milligram. Well, it doesn't come in milligrams. The only comes in IU's, which is international units. Biden ten thousand. I've been forms. taking a 
I've been taking a 2,000 IU vitamin D on a daily basis. But okay, yeah, it's probably not enough still. I, it's probably way okay. too little. Yeah. And uh, so it's vitamin C first, vitamin D. And then um, well, the reason why I say vitamin K is this. And everybody seems to know vitamin K, but they don't really know vitamin K. And the reason why I say that is because vitamin K, people think, oh, it's for blood clotting. Everybody thinks it's for blood clotting, which is true, but that's mm-hmm. K1. There's a separate vitamin K. It's called K2, which is totally different than vitamin K1. And what vitamin K2, the reason for, uh, um, uh, what, what it does is vitamin K2 is it keeps calcium in your bones locked in so it doesn't leach into the blood. Now, why do I mention the K2? Because here's the thing. Like when we were in medical school and you know, they were taking nutrition, they tell you that taking too much vitamin D is toxic. It can cause toxicity. And you shouldn't take too much of it because it can you know, hurt you. Well, we're finding out that now the research is that vitamin D itself is not toxic. The reason why you see toxicity is because when you take a lot of vitamin D, you're using up your body's K2 to, to what's a good way to say it? It used up the K2 to help your body function really good, but it uses up your body supply of K2. That's like a side effect of it. So you have to supplement back with K2 when you take a lot of vitamin D. So if you're taking 2,000, it's probably not going to feel nothing, but when you start taking the 10,000, 20,000, or 30,000 I use, when you start getting the higher levels that people should be taking, um, you're going to see a noticeable difference. And, and people have told me that they've taken high amounts of vitamin D and like they, they get cramps and everything. Well, the reason why is because um, when you take so much vitamin D and you don't supplement back with K2, that calcium, well, since the D is using up the K2, that calcium is going from the bones into your blood, and calcium causes the muscle twitching or the, or the cramps that you get. You know, So if you're taking lots of vitamin D, which is I tell people at least 10,000 I use a day, which is one pill, um, there's a special, I can't say special brand, but K2 is hard to find. But um, on my Facebook page, or it used to be there at least, um, uh, and in the, inside the, uh, uh, the show that I was talking about, you can go on eBay and you can actually purchase a special brand. It's called Super K, and it has all the vitamin K that you need. And you can take, you just take one D and then one of the Ks, and it balances everything out. Okay, so we got C, vitamin D, three, uh, K2, and then the fourth one is iodine. Now, it's interesting how, how you had said, well, you know, I take a supplement, it's for my thyroid. Because the thyroid issues are very, very common um, among the population. Mm-hmm. And the reason why is because iodine doesn't really occur naturally in our diet, except you know, in salt, which it doesn't occur in salt. It's because we add it to salt. It doesn't naturally occur in salt. So unless you're eating a lot of seafood or seaweed all the time, you're probably not getting, most people are not getting enough iodine in their diet. And so iodine is huge. And the reason why is this, is because the thyroid, even though it's a little organ underneath our Adam's apple on our, on our throat area, it's a hugely important organ. I mean, and the, thi- the thyroid pretty much controls all of our metabolism in our body. Okay, and if your thyroid is not working, you're going to feel cold. You're going to feel sluggish. You're going to feel weak and tired. And so the thyroid is huge. But the, here, here's, how, here's how it works. The thyroid produces hormones like T3 and T4. Okay, and these hormones require atoms or molecules of iodine to to be able to function properly. When you don't have enough iodine, you can't produce the right amounts of, the right kinds of thyroid hormone. And so um, I tell people it's real important to be supplementing with iodine too, most people. And so um, uh, I, can give you, I can give you the links later, and it's on my website. It used to be on the Facebook page. And it talks about, uh, I can show you exactly where to get the iodine. It's pretty cheap. It's like $10 for a little bottle. And all you need to do is mix, mix a drop or two with juice or with your tea or something once a day and drink it. And you get a, you'd be amazed at the difference amounts um, and in the, the uh, how how you're gonna feel and your well being how much of a difference it's gonna make and so 
Um, just by taking these four supplements alone, I tell most people, you know, you're probably deficient in one or not all these different supplements or nutrients. And once you put this back into your body over time, I mean, you're going to feel a lot better. Assuming you're eating a good diet too. You're not just, you know, uh, starving yourself all the time. You're eating a good high-protein diet, uh, balanced diet. And again, that's something else Jules and I have got into. I mean, we talked a lot, a lot over our shows. And so um, that was the first part. Now, if you go into the can, second can part. Can I just say one yeah, more thing? The yeah. vitamin C cancer is, is there's studies out that vitamin C is highly effective with, with cancer. I mean, oh, oh, yeah. it really yeah. gets rid of it. So you yeah. want to go ahead and take it as much as you can? Like, wouldn't you say like 10,000, David? Uh, vitamin C, I mean, if you're taking pills, I mean, unless you do it by liquid form and drinking it, you know, I mean, I, I'd say pill-wise, I mean, 3,000 a day is pretty good. Three pills, yeah. Yeah, okay. you don't want to swallow too much, yeah. And if you have ester C, then it's it's more of a buffer on the stomach, too, so it's not going to be acidic. So I would, um, boy, if you've had a bout with cancer, that's definitely what you need to be taking is good old fashioned vitamin C. Yes. I mean, I mean, I've analyzed so many different nutrients. I mean, I read stuff all the time and it's like, take this and take that, take, take this thing, take that. I mean, I haven't, I have narrowed it down to these four. I mean, these, these, these four are the most important because you can take like a whole handful of pills a day. And to me, that's just overkill. Right. If you had to narrow it down to the four minimum ones, which are super important, which covers like the entire spectrum. And these could keep coming up time and time and again. It's these four. It's the vitamin C, the vitamin K2, the uh, iodine, and the vitamin D. You know, these four keep coming up all the time. So if, at the minimum, take these all the time if you can. How many units about, of uh, iodine, David? Um, well, you think it's about, I think each drop of that, the, one I, the supplement that I um, uh, recommend, I think it's like 30 milligrams or something like that. Oh, really? But, okay. Yeah, yeah. But if you do a drop or two a day, you're going to be fine. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Yeah, it just keeps your thyroid functioning hormone. K2. Yeah, I'm sorry. How about the K2? Well, if you get the one that I recommend again, it's already in the right. Super K. Yeah, yeah. You just take one. I, I, it's a one to one ratio. One, one D, and then one K. You know, it's a super okay. K supplement. And then actually, later on or tomorrow, I can email it to you um, about the supplements, Jim. You know, if you want the. Okay, when, I put a, uh, my son got me on this. Hemp oil, and I put hemp oil in my a couple of tablespoons of hemp oil and a, a couple of tablespoons of a liquid probiotic in my smoothie. And I, I'm talking about a quart and a half of a smoothie. I usually drink it for up about a day and a half. It takes me to get through fruits and vegetables and almond milk. Okay. Do um, you have any you have any ideas on hemp oil and and uh, probiotics in particular? Um. I- the first one that whatever that is, is it hemp oil? Yeah, hemp. It's great okay. for yeah, cancer. It's like okay. a flat. Yeah, it's like. Oh, a flat okay. Skin, you know, okay, and it's, then the probiotic. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can't see anything wrong with them. And from what Jewel's saying, it seems like it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Hemp is exceptional, as is cannabis. But as long as you don't put sugar in the smoothie, then because that will counteract everything. So you have to be real careful. Just to use natural. Yeah. Um, goodies instead of putting I don't do, in. yeah. I don't do any type of sweetener at all. If I eat too much sugar, I get those uh, flu symptoms, you know, yeah. the chills and the, it's just weird. 
Okay. Well, moving on to the other part, let's let's do a little Chinese medicine here. If yeah. we go back to that show, to the, the six criteria of health with Chinese medicine, let's kind of use it on you here in this show. Uh, first question is: Do you have do you have cold hands and feet all the time? Um, no, not all the time. But I get cold. I mean, I I like to kid that I get cold. If it's below seventy degrees, I'm cold. Okay, are you, but are, are your hands and feet like really cold? And people shake your hand, do they say your hands are cold, or do you feel like your feet no. are so cold you have to cover them up all the time? No, like, not not on a regular basis. Not on a regular basis. Okay. Um, uh, let's see. Do you have one bowel movement a day? Yes. You do. Okay. Um, does your face feel cool or it feels hot all the time? Your head. Um. Well, I never really thought about that. I so oh, much yeah. not. Must not, or or it feel does it feel hot quite a bit? I haven't really thought. I, really thought about I get that. hotter than I get hotter than normal because I don't sweat like you're supposed to. So I just I would assume that's part of the problem. Okay, um, are you able to sleep normally, or you wake up a lot? I wake up a lot. Wake up a lot. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's that's one of the criteria that's not good. Okay. But I'm really surprised though that that, or maybe you do have cold hands and feet, but you but maybe you don't realize it though. I'm really surprised. I'm almost positive. I would think you have cold hands and feet. I'm almost. I mean, I've I've been told at times I shake hands a lot. Business I was in, I've been told at times that oh boy, your hands are cold. But I oh really? I don't remember the circumstances. You know whether I just came. Okay. Or maybe you've been cold so long you don't realize you're cold anymore. You're so used to it now. That's possible too. Okay, okay, okay. Well, as we're going through these ones, I say you can go back to the show where I talk about more in detail about it. But uh, let me ask you this: You say you drink smoothies and all these other things. Do you do you eat a lot of cold salads, like raw foods? Uh, I do all the food. I use three or four veggies and three or four types of fruit in my smoothies, and they're all raw. All raw. Okay. Do you do you eat any red meat? Uh, some, Very little. Not a lot. Okay. Okay. You see, Jules, you see where I'm going with this again? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Okay. Now, do you eat eggs? I eat at least three eggs a day. They, and how, how, how are they prepared? Scrambled? Hard-boiled? Uh, yeah, all different ways. I poach them, scramble them. Uh, okay. Over, over easy. Those are my okay. three favorites. Okay. Now, besides that, I mean, do you um, eat any kind of meat, like chicken, pork, uh, fish, any, any kinds of protein? What, what's the other source of protein? Because I know you, I you do eat some. some. I do eat some meat, but not a lot. And uh, okay. uh, probably more chicken than anything. Okay. And, um, and so, any particular reason, though, why you've gone to this raw food diet and less protein, you know, uh, meats? Well, any the, particular, the raw, yeah. I just assumed it was, um, I just, I went to, you know, it's, it's just easier to do <laughs> yeah. raw food in the blender. There it is to poach it or blanch it and then put it in. So that's why I, I do that raw. But I don't eat. I have dry mouth. I have throat problems from all yes. the radiation. Yes. So I don't eat a lot of vegetables. So I blend them so I can get them get them yeah. down. Okay. And then the okay. steaks, I just I just obviously I don't eat as much as I used to, but I have to have sauces and all that. So I eat more. I tend to eat more things that. Have and I see. Okay. Okay. So let me give you my take on this. Okay. On how this uh-huh. is because Jewel, Jewel and I, we talked about this all the time. And it's crazy how often people have the same problem as you or similar. I mean, obviously, they didn't have cancer, you know, but like just they had the same kind of right. symptoms as you. Okay. 
So what I'm going to tell you now is going to be completely, it's going to sound completely opposite to what you're used to. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. For some reason in, in, in America, people think that eating like raw foods and, you know, is really, really good. And I guess it is, but, um, there's a, there's something we need to, to talk about. It's called the yin yang balance in our body. Okay. And it's, and, mm-hmm. and modern medicine doesn't really talk about this. Okay. So have you seen that, that yin yang symbol, that white, the round, yeah, white yeah. with the black, you know, symbol. Okay, so that means that it talks about the universe is in balance. Okay, so we have night and day. You know, night is uh, yin, day is yang. Okay, so our body has to be yin and yang too, just like the universe is. So there's hot and there's cold. Okay, we should always have really hot hands and feet. Okay, not not cold hands and feet. Anytime we have cold ha- mm-hmm. uh, hands and feet, that's not normal. And for some reason, the raw foods, raw foods, we, call, we say it's very yin. It's very cold in nature. Okay, and raw foods makes is really hard for our body to digest, and so when we eat a lot of raw foods, it produces too much yin substance in our body, and so we get cold, we get skinny, we get tired, we get weak, we have no energy because if you think about it, when it starts to get hot outside, people start running, you know, when it starts as it starts to get hot out, people go out, they move, they run around, but when it gets cold, what do people do? They shiver up, they they put a towel uh, blanket around them, and they huddle up because it's cold, right? So when we're too cold, our our body. Uh, it's not good. Our body, our body naturally has to be hot, uh, like a, like a like a car, like a running machine. Okay, so I'm telling people, I want you, I want to steer people, not just you, but I want to steer our listeners, steer you guys away all from this raw food veggie. I mean, you can have some once in a while, but you need to start switching it out for more cooked vegetables, cooked stuff. And as as crazy mm-hmm. as this sounds, I want you to start adding more meats, more proteins. I mean, eggs are good, but you got to start adding red meat to your diet. Eat more of it. In fact, I would eat it just as equal as your fruit and veg- uh, vegetables, or maybe more, mm-hmm. because this is going to help. Uh, red meat is what we call yang. It's a yang which is going to purge out or balance out the yin, the too much yin in your body. You have to have a balance of yin and yang. Like, like you can't just eat meat and nothing else because that's too much yang in your body. But you can't just eat too much raw foods and vegetables because that's too yin. But it's about balancing the yin and the yang, we call it. And so right now, as with most people that I've talked to on the show and on the phone, in my uh, phone conversations with them, their body is way too yin. It's too cold by nature. So we got to heat it up. We have to we have to balance out the yin with some more yang. So more more you know chicken's fine. Cooked chicken, nice and hot. You know chicken cooked, not you know uh, pork, but beef. Red meat is the key. Lots of more red meat. You know bacon, eggs. You know butter. These kind of things. These are the kind of things. These are yang, the yang substances that our body needs. To balance out that yin, I think I think I think your, your body is just way too yin, and definitely if after the cancer treatment, um, I think you you've gone the other direction. So you need to definitely go more towards the, of, the yang side. I eat a lot of butter. I'm trying to do anything that adds calories that I'm losing weight. Yes, yes, yes. So lots more red meat, uh, bread, carbs. Lots more red meat, carbs. Uh, cut back definitely on the raw stuff here. All those raw smoothies are it's okay, but Definitely cut it down and add more of the yang foods, not so much yin, more of the yang foods. So just blanch you know? the veggies before I put them in my smoothie. Okay. You, do, you do, know what you could do, too, is put avocado with your eggs in the morning? Oh, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And that yes. would be, that's delicious and yeah. it gives you the fats yeah, I, that you need. I do avocado and eggs sometimes and I put a half of it in my smoothie every day. Yeah. So. Yes, but, but you definitely, definitely got to start heating you up. You know, we got to give you, um, definitely, we got to supercharge you with more yang in your body. Like I said, if you go back to that show with Jules and I, where I talk about the six criteria of health, um, mm-hmm. and then, um, 
the four supplements. And there's one we talk about where I talk about how cholesterol doesn't cause heart disease, you know, and heart disease. You know, how cholesterol is very important. And it talks about eating uh, the three Bs, uh, butter, bacon, beef, and then lard and eggs, how these are really important to our diet. And how most people have cut those out thinking those are unhealthy and going towards the more uh, lean chicken, uh, cold cereal, uh, raw vegetables, raw fruits, whatever. No, that's not. I mean, if, if anything, our heart rate disease, our rate of heart disease has actually gone up since we came on to that diet. We need to go back to the old stuff that originally we were, you know, always used to eating. Yeah, so you know, follow some of the steps I talked about, and like I said, you—I uh, think it's going to help you a lot, just by you know what we talked about today. Yeah, and I—I well, I have—I uh, really have to vouch for Dr. David Che and everything he says because I've been following it since we've been doing the show, <laughs> and I got to tell you, it's amazing that those four supplements can give you so much energy it's wonderful so i i can uh truly verify everything that he's saying and i have started eating uh grass-fed meat and organic and no antibiotics within them so i do and i w- didn't eat it before but i do i don't eat it every day but i definitely eat it more than i did so it's really yeah. made a difference Yep. Yep. So yeah, Jim, follow up, follow what we've talked about today. And like I said, um, um, I think you're going to, it's going to make you feel a lot better. All right. Well, thank you very much. Okay. All right. Thanks for calling. I'm heading down down to the grocery store right now to buy myself a steak. Oh yes. Yes. (laughs) Yes. I'm clapping my hands right now. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Have a wonderful time, Jim. Thank you so much and good luck. Thanks very much for having me on. Okay, no problem. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, that was good information. Yes, yes. It's it's amazing. And, and the other call that I had um, that called me uh, for our phone consultation, she had almost the exact same symptoms. And after and after we talked, to, kind of what we talked to Jim, I talked to her about that, she emailed me back and said um, um, she was feeling better already. Really? It's amazing how much of a difference it made. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and about- that's a short period of time. Oh yeah, yeah. A lot of times that yin and yang balance. We have two. Most of us are two uh, yin. The people that call me, they're two. They're two in the yin side, not the not the yang. The two yin. It's that you know everybody, everybody's had this has this. I don't know if it's brainwashed by the media that you know uh, eggs are bad for you. It's got cholesterol. Uh, um, red meat's bad for you. You know, you got your raw vet. No, no. You know, if you're hearing this show, you know we got to reverse that. It's yeah. not doing us any good. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. So you got more questions yes. from um, Twitter? Yes, yes. There's a guy uh, named JJ on Twitter. He's a, f- a follower. He asked me, uh, Dr. Che, I'd really like to hear your perspective on LASIK surgery. My eye doctor is always promoting it. Possible topic of discussion. Okay. Okay. Um, well, JJ, <laughs> if you're listening right now, um, always, always love to talk about med- medical stuff. First of all, I'm not an eye doctor. I'm a dentist, so that's not really my area of specialty. But, you know, if you want my opinion on it, um, from what I understand, I have, I have uh, patients um, uh, that are, you know, eye doctors and stuff. Um, I haven't seen anything go bad with LASIK surgery. I mean, if, you're, if, you, if you don't like wearing contacts and glasses and it's a hassle, um, 
I mean, LASIK surgery has gotten really, really advanced. You know, it's gotten really um, um, uh, on the forefront. It's moved, moved forward from, from, from 10 years ago and whatever. And the cost has gone down a lot now these days. Mm-hmm. And so my advice is, again, if you don't like glasses and contacts, uh, definitely consider it. Um, but I, I, I would go to someone that's been really, you know, I mean, any, anytime anybody's working on my eyes, I want someone that really knows what they're doing. Uh, has got a lot of good training because, you know, with the eye, you can't really mess up on I mean, um, that's one that's one of our most sensitive organs in our body. And so, um, you know, I, I haven't had anybody. I mean, I, I have people tell me they swear by it. And so, well, yeah. I, if I may, I've had it. <laughs> done. Oh, OK. And, well, <laughs> and 12 years ago. Um, and so it wasn't the latest and greatest as what is happening now. But having said that, I don't need to wear glasses far away. But when I got it, I did have to start wearing eyeglasses to see close up. Okay. So for me, I had to, what did I want to do? And that was it. Um, and you can correct it with one contact and everything. I just am the dominant eye. But, but today, the, the procedure is so much easier and cost effective. And in uh, 12 years ago, actually, it only lasts for about 10 years. And then you have to go back and get it done again. But it's a great experience. It really is. The surgery's not bad. And the only thing I'd like to add, if you're going to go into surgery or anything, check with the stars. I don't want to get into hocus pocus, but I'm a big astrology nut. And you don't want to have surgery in this time frame that we're in right now, which is Mercury in retrograde, because there's all kinds of slips up, slip ups and everything. You want to make sure that you're doing it the right time uh, as far as the stars. And really, uh, that's something that I've always gone by. I don't even have events in... Um, in Mercury retrograde. Yeah, I just yeah. don't. So that's um, just a word of advice. But LASIK surgery is fabulous. Okay, well, um, JJ, I couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> you had Jules, you had Jules <laughs> telling it to you like it is. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so, so JJ has another question. He said... Um, can I add the topic of drinking milk for a future topic? I've heard red slash so much contradictory info. Ooh. That is actually a really good question because um, I mean, I'm surprised I didn't bring this up in any of our um, shows before. Okay. Drinking milk. Okay. And the, th- the thing is, I used to talk about this quite a bit a long time ago before I even started doing uh, our shows together. So this is actually a really good question. Okay. Yeah. So... To drink milk or not drink milk? This is what I had learned, okay, as I was studying all this this stuff. Think of it this way. Um, in the animal kingdom, do you see another animal drink another animal's milk? No. Right? Only, and, and, and here's the, here's the, other, top, here's the other question. That's the first question. Second question is, do you see any other animal in the animal kingdom drink milk when, they grow, when the animal is fully grown? No. Right? So you see, like... Baby bears, baby all all the babies, right? Baby cats, baby whatever. But in natural, in na- naturally speaking, in nature, the baby drinks the mother's milk. But once they grow older, you don't see them drink milk anymore, right? Right. Right. See. So going by that, just looking at that alone, that's not natural for humans to be drinking milk when we're grown or when we're drinking other animals' milk, which is a cow, cow's milk. Okay. So. 
You can look at it either way. This is just the first way that I've seen I've seen it talked about. And so um, on, the, on one side, this is the side that we're talking about. So you're you're gonna be we're, we're humans. We're drinking cow's milk now. Cow's milk is made for baby cows, which cows are going to be between fifteen hundred pounds to two thousand pounds sometimes. Right? They're huge. Okay. So we could say that the nutrients in milk is too much or a lot more than the human should be taking in. Mm-hmm. So I could say that a lot of that sinus problems, allergy problems, comes from too much from drinking milk. Yep. Yes. And in one of our past shows, again, we talked about the colors in food. Do you remember what color the white nutrient goes to? Uh, is it the... What, what, what organ? What organ the white nutrient goes to? Is it the liver? No, it's the lungs. Lungs. Oh, yes. Close, but no yes. cigar. Yes. <laughs> so when we drink too much milk, the white nutrient goes to lungs, and maybe we can get asthma. Con- yeah, congestion. And, and, and the lungs and the nose are intimately related, right? Okay, they're connected. Yeah. So a lot of our sinus problems, our, our runny nose, our stuffy nose, comes from too much dairy, too much milk. Oh. Okay. So that's why I said this is a great question because, because you know, I, I personally think that um, our society of drinking too much milk also causes a lot of our health problems. Right. Yes. Yeah. And, and I want to verify that because I've heard it from quite a few naturopathic doctors uh-huh. that you should not drink another species milk. Yes. Yes. And, um, yeah, I, I was shocked at first, but you're right on target. Yes. And also, too, um, you know, adding further to what we just said, a lot of the milk that we get today, the cows are pumped a lot full of growth hormones and antibiotics sometimes to yes. prevent infection. Yes. So that's what makes it even worse. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because yes. what they're, de- what they're, we're getting everything that they are. Yes. Ugh. And, yes. And, and, um, you know, there's a lot of alternatives out there. Like, like Jim was saying, there's almond milk and then there, there's rice milk. You can spend, you know, they, most stores carry it now. It used to only be in health food stores, but now if you go to, um, regular food stores in that special section, it's going to cost a little more. They have like, uh, nut milk, nut, you know, nut, nut kinds of milk, different kinds of milk. They do. Coconut and, milk is fabulous. Even yes. to cook with. Yes. And I've, and I've heard this too. If you want to drink another animal's milk, if it's really on, you know, on your list of things, um, the closest, Milk to uh, human milk is goat's milk. That's oh, what I've heard. That's what I've heard. Yes, yes. Oh yeah. So, um, I, but you know, it is true that you should not drink it as an adult either. Yes. Yeah. I mean, once in a while is okay. Like, like with anything, just a little bit. But um, that's not natural, though, to me. I mean, I personally don't drink milk. I don't have. Yeah. I don't drink milk. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'd stick with the red meat and then the eggs and then all the other stuff we talked about. That's um, better thing, and then and then they say, well, what about calcium? Okay, calcium has been overrated. You can get calcium from spinach, mostly green vegetables. There's calcium. Okay, uh, calcium. I mean, calcium is in most vegetables and fruits, and you get it all the time. Um, a a great source of calcium is orange juice with calcium. Yeah, you know, there's a Tropicana brand that says orange juice and there's plus calcium. Yeah, that's a really good way to get calcium. And again, the green. Is for the liver. Yes. Like yes. a green apple. Right. Yes. Oh, oh, and since since we're on this topic of calcium, it just kind of came up all of a sudden. People say, well, if I don't drink milk, I can't get calcium. 
Um, no, again, drinking orange juice with calcium is really, really good. And you know, you don't get the mucus that you get with all the dairy products. Okay, mm-hmm. um, thing. But here, let me give our listeners a little taste of how this calcium gets into our bones, how it works. Okay, so um, most people don't realize that you know we, when we in, when we breathe, there's inhalation and to exhale and to exhale too, right? The inhale is actually um, per, is actually caused by the kidneys. Exhale is caused by the lungs. Mm. Control. I should say inhale is controlled by the kidneys. The exhaling is controlled by the lungs. Okay. People think that inhale and exhale is just lungs, but no, they're two separate things. Inhalation, kidneys. Exhalation, lungs. Okay. Wow. Yes. So where am I going with this? Okay. So when you drink, uh, let's say the orange juice with calcium. The calcium ions gets into your blood, into your body, as it moves around. Okay. And calcium, have you ever seen calcium pills when they've been chopped up, like crushed up? What, what, what color does it look to you? Have you seen that? Uh, like powder no. form. Powder form. It's like it's white. Like a, yeah, for yeah, like, like, white. like oyster shells have been crushed up. They're white, Oysters, right? Oysters, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, o- like white. yeah, white, right? So, again, what, what organ goes to the... Um, it's lungs. Lungs, right? Okay, so it goes to the lungs. But what controls inhal- inhalation? Kidneys, right? Right. And do you, do you remember what organ this, or, organs the kidneys control? Uh, no. Mm, the bones. Bones. Oh. Kid- kidneys control the bones. Okay. So when you drink, when you eat something with calcium, when you drink something with calcium, and as it's going to your body, it, it, it's white, so it travels into your lungs, right? So as you inhale, the kidneys control that. The kidneys bricks, kidneys cause that inhalation, and at the same time, that calcium is going into your bones because the kidneys kidneys control the bones. Right. So that's why you see people that are there. That's why they say exercise. When you do a lot of a lot of strenuous exercise, that that the medical people say it helps to build bone density. Well, they don't understand why it builds bone density. This is the reason why it builds bone density, because as you're exercising, you're breathing hard. <laughs> you're breathing hard, right? So as right. you're breathing hard. The, the 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 inhalation and the exhalation causes the calcium ions to travel from the from your lungs and and goes into your kidneys and and it goes into your bones. That's how it happens. Wow, isn't that fascinating? Yeah, that's the that's the mechanism of how it happens. That's the way it happens. Yeah. Wow. Oh yeah, yeah. So so yeah, this whole topic of drinking milk it it overlays into other topics too as we're moving yeah. along. Yes. Yeah. Good so, one. That yeah. was a good question. Really, really good question. Okay. Oh, and then uh, JJ, if you're listening, um, there's a book. It's, it's it was written probably back in 2001, right around that time. It's called Milk: The Deadly Poison. Ah. You, can find, you can probably find that on Amazon somewhere. Or uh, well, Milk: The Deadly Poison. If you read that, I think it will pretty much convince you um, not to drink milk anymore. <laughs> mm. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So, hopefully, that answers some of your questions. And then uh, we have another. Another uh, follower on Twitter, Bonnie, she says, Dr. Shea, I eat lots of eggs and drink butter, coffee with butter and coconut oil and sugar. Is this good? And I love bacon. Okay. (laughs) Okay. 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 So, Bonnie, if you're listening, um, let me see. So, okay, the eggs part is really good. Uh, I'm not sure that when you said drink butter or coffee, but okay, maybe you're, you're, you're trying to add butter to your coffee. Right, right, okay. right. Um, if you listen to any of our previous shows, I'm not a big fan of coffee. Actually, I am very <laughs> anti-coffee. 
<laughs> so I'm not gonna be in the I'm not in the butter. Um, I'm sorry, I'm not not in the coffee um, category. Uh, you can skip the coffee as far as I'm concerned. Um, with coconut oil and sugar. Okay, so you're adding butter, coconut oil, and sugar to your coffee. Okay, uh, butter is good. Coconut oil is good. Um, sugar, if it's the cane sugar, that's good. I'm against high fructose corn syrup or any kind of artificial sugars like Splenda and all the other, you know, sweet and low. No, no, no good. No artificial sweeteners. Uh, bacon is really good. So I think everything you're doing is great. If you can get rid of the co- um, the coffee, it's going to be. Uh, I think you're going to be. You're going to. You're going to be a lot better. Better off doing that. Yeah. So no, uh, no coffee. Just the other stuff is really good. The bacon, the eggs, and um, and definitely um, um, bacon has a lot of preservatives there to preserve the bacon. Unless you get nitrite-free bacon, but if you take a lot of vitamin C, it can help neutralize those preservatives in the bacon. So that's a little known fact, too. Huh. Yeah. Okay. So okay. Instead of instead of coffee, maybe you could get. Um, uh, the green tea we juice. talked a, a juice, tea green tea, yes. or 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 juice. But the green tea has a little bit of caffeine in it, does it not? Yeah, the good the good kind of caffeine. Yeah, good kind of caffeine. Yes. So if you don't want to go without caffeine, you know, to wake you up, then the green tea would be perfect. And yeah. you could always put coconut milk in or coconut oil in that too. Uh, yes, yes, I guess you can. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm definitely uh, very anti-coffee. To me, um, I don't think people should be drinking coffee at all, but that's just my opinion. And so um, I just think uh, coffee causes a lot of problems. It's too acidic. It causes stomach acid problems. And, and, the, and, the, and the, the severe coffee drinkers uh, cause a stomach cancer and eventually can cause pancreatic cancer. So um, I think we touched upon that in a previous show before, too. Right. You know? right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So uh, we've got about 15 minutes left, so let's go into, I think we had alluded to that before the show, um, the emotions and the five organs, or the, the, the five yeah. elements, okay? So before I start, let's, let's kind of review the organs. In, Ch- in Chinese medicine, our organs again, okay? There's something you're never going to learn if you go to medical school, uh, you learn Western medicine, and um, you might touch upon it if you go to Chinese medicine school, which it's really hard to find, but... Um, since we're on the show, let's talk about some of that stuff again. Let's let's review the five main organs. Okay, so the five main organs are the heart, the lungs, the spleen, the liver, and the kidneys. Mm-hmm. Okay, and and remember remember we were talking with Jim about yin and yang. Okay, yeah. so the the yin organs those those are the yin organs: the heart, lungs, spleen, liver, and kidneys. Those are the yin organs. And again, the yang organs, the other yang organs, are the gallbladder, the stomach. Small intestine, large intestine, and bladder. So the yin and the yang always correspond with each other. They're separate, but they're still together. They're the opposites of each other, right? So to, to review, the um, the heart and the small intestine are very related, interrelated. The lungs and the large intestine are interrelated. The spleen and the stomach are interrelated. The liver and the gallbladder are interrelated. And the kidneys and the bladder are interrelated. Okay, so if you look at the yin organs, those are the solid organs. The solid organs meaning that, that they, they um, I guess the function you can say is to produce, transform, regulate, and store, we call the fundamental substances, like our blood and our different fluids. Okay, now if you look at the yang organs, the gallbladder, stomach, small intestine, large intestine, and bladder, these have like, what's a good way to say it? These transport the substances because you, you, you notice things flow through them. As they move move across, like our stomach uh-huh. and our and our bowels, our stomach and 
you know, these things and, and then the kidneys, they, 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 they filter water, but the, where does the water go into the bladder? Right? right. So, so the yang organs are more for transporting and the yin organs are more for creating the substances that get transported to the, to the yang organs. Right. So it makes sense kind of, uh-huh, right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So it's, that's good information to know the yin organs and the yang organs, the main, the main organs. Okay. So in our previous show, we talked about how different colors go to different organs, right? The five, right. the five main organs. Okay. And then how, do we talk about the emotions? We didn't talk about that. Did we? No, we didn't. Okay. And then, so let's see the, Okay, well, okay, so then that, that's what we're going to talk about today then. Okay. Right. So we go through the five main elements. Wood. Okay, that's the liver, right? The, 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 the emotion that corresponds to the liver is anger. Okay. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to go into detail about these emotions in a bit. Okay, how, how it all plays out. Okay, so the next element, again, is heart, which is fire. Okay, fire corresponds to heart. The emotion that corresponds to that is happiness. Okay, now the next organ is the spleen, and the the earth element is the, the element associated with spleen is the earth. Okay, and the emotion that corresponds to the spleen slash stomach is we we the the books call it pensiveness. So if you kind of if you kind of look up the definition of pensiveness, it's it's called sorrowful thinking. Okay, uh-huh. but to me, it's more worry. I think worry is what mm. corresponds to that. Okay, so the next organ is the um, metal, which corresponds to the lungs, which corresponds to the emotion of uh, what we call sadness. Sadness. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then finally, the last organ is the kidneys, which the element is water. Okay. Uh-huh. And water corresponds to the kidneys. And the emotion that corresponds to the kidneys is fear. Scared, being scared or fear. Okay. So what do these emotions and the organs really mean anything? Okay. These organs are actually the source of our emotions. We think it, it happens in the brain, but actually the source of it is in, in these organs. The brain is just a channel for us to transmit them or think about them. Okay. And that sounds weird. Everything I'm talking about sounds weird, but what have we talked about in our shows that has been normal? Nothing. Yeah. Okay. The reason why we're giving these shows is because I'm supposed to be giving brown, groundbreaking information to our listeners, stuff that you never really heard before. Okay. So just like just like uh, yin and yang, you have to have balance. You can't have too much of one thing, right? right? So at the same time, you have to have a balance of these emotions. You can't have too much of one thing. They can hurt you. So too much anger hurts the liver. Too much happiness, which it's hard to get a, too much happiness, but too much happiness can't be good for the heart. Too much worry or pensiveness can't be good for the spleen. Too much sadness can't be good for the lungs. And too much fear can hurt the kidneys. Huh. Interesting. Okay. So that, 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 that's where these emotions originate from. Okay. Huh. Now, now, um, now, how does this apply in real life? Now, think about it. Now, when someone uh, is sad, have you ever, when we notice people are sad, don't you notice that they sigh? They go, <sighs> right, yeah. they sigh because they're sad. Well, it's because it's affecting your lungs. Sadness affects the lungs. Yes, and it's, it's interesting. And, and, and you know, when you when you're too fearful, you're too fearful. The kidneys um, get uh, are are uh, get damaged by too much fear. It's not good for the kidneys. Not good at all. Okay. Now, um, 
I don't know. We had talked about in a previous segment, um, but did I ever tell you that, that that the kidneys control the hair in our head? No. Yeah, the hair in our head is controlled by the kidneys. Okay. Now, now, have you noticed when you're too scared that they say people you get white hair? You see them in the cartoons of that right. because it's affecting your kidneys. Is that true though? If you get premature gray, it's because you really are fearful about, or or, or you think too much about stuff, which that, that's controlled by the ah. that's controlled by the kidneys too. Yes, yes. Because here's the thing: the kidneys are super duper important. They can not. I mean, in, in Western medicine, yeah, they filter water, so we don't we don't die, you know. But they filter water, okay. But that's not the that's not the main. I mean, that that's the main function. But there are a lot of other functions the kidneys does too. The kidneys produce our bone marrow. The kidneys control our head, the hair in our head. The kidneys control that. And the brain is the seed of the bone marrow. So the manifestation of the bone marrow is the, is the brain. So, so when you said, oh, is that true that the kidneys cause the hair in the head to turn, turn white? It is because when you're too fearful or you think too much, the kidneys directly control that. What about if a person is losing their hair? Okay. Did we talk about... <laughs> This stuff is no. com- this stuff is complicated. Did we talk about the five elements and the different uh, flavors? Probably not. Yeah. Or we didn't. I don't. Know, we talked about that. The, the flavors. We talked about that. Bitters and. So okay, okay, we did talk about yeah, that a little bit, right? Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. So, not not to quiz you, but do you remember where the salty flavor goes to? The salt. Fla- uh, fl- uh, no. Okay, it goes to the kidneys. Okay. Oh. And then the arch enemy of the kidneys, of the salt flavor, is sweet. That's the arch enemy. Yes. Okay. So the the when we eat too much sweet foods, the sweet flavor neutral it, it, it's the antagonist for the salt, right? So right. it damages the kidneys. Too much sweet foods hurts the kidneys. And the kidneys. Remember, I was telling earlier about JJ's question. The kidneys control the bones. Yeah. Right. The kidneys control the bones and the head, the hair in our head. Okay. And so when you eat too much sweets, it affects the kidneys, right, in a bad way. So ma- male and female are what we call yin and yang. Okay. If you have too much sweets and it affects the kidneys, in males it affects the hair in your head. But but how come in females you don't see bald females normally, right? It's because it affects their bones. Wow. So ma- male and female are yin and yang. In males, it affects their hair, the hair on the head. In females, it affects the bones. So that's why you hardly see men get osteoporosis. You always see females get osteoporosis, but you see males with bald, baldness. So male and female eat sweets. It manifests in two different things, but it's the same cause. And you know, Americans, we love our sweets, don't we? Yeah. We, we love to eat desserts and you know sweet things, and so we overdo sweets. So men men get premature balding from the too much sweets. And female get osteoporosis. Mm. So the, the yin and yang is manifested differently. That's why you all, you again, you'll almost never see a female, you know, naturally, unless she's going to chemo, you never see a female get bald, right? And you almost you almost never hear of a man having osteoporosis, do you? You don't hear about that. It's very rare to hear about that. It's like, oh, yeah. oh this female saying my my, my, my my hip joint's broken. I need to eat, I need more calcium, right? It's always a woman usually. Have you noticed right. that? Yeah, right. that's the reason why. That's the reason why. Yeah. So for our listeners, I'm giving you all bits of enlightening information that didn't make that you were like, how come? Why is it? Why is that? Or you never thought about it? This is the reason why. Interesting. Yes. 
So the five emo- so and then this show today is the five emo- five elements, the five organs, and the five emotions. You know, when you have too much of one emotion, it's not good for you. If you, if you have too much too much anger, people get angry easily. It's not good for your liver. And if you worry too much, it's not good for your spleen. If you're too sad all the time, if you're, if, you're, if you're constantly sad all the time, it's not good for your lungs. And if you're too fearful, you're too scared all the time, it's not good for your kidneys. That makes so much sense with the lungs because yeah. that is your life force. That yes. is That is, yeah, I can see that would completely... That ties in perfectly. Yes. Yes. Wow. Yes. All of our emotions originates from these organs and is manifested in our brain. You know, so when you think, when, when you're using your mind, you're kind of using your mind to, to think happy, happy thoughts all the time, it's good for your heart. Mm-hmm. You see? And so if you're. Um, and you said that you could be too happy. Yes, but practically speaking. That doesn't really happen. <laughs> okay, bring it on. Yeah, yeah, just bring it on. <laughs> bring it on. Yeah. I mean, I mean, can, can you find instances where someone was too happy and they fainted? Maybe because you know you, you hear about that. You know, you see, you know, some un- long lost relative pops up at someone's doorstep, and uh, they didn't they weren't expecting. They surprised them, and they kind of just dropped and kind of fainted because they're so happy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I have heard of people yeah. fainting. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or, or okay. publishers clearing house going to your your door stuff. You know. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Okay. So yeah, you you can be a little too happy, but but does does that really happen too often? No. So for all practical purposes, if there's any one emotion you want a lot of, it's happy, and that's and that's the reason why we're doing law of attraction radio, isn't that? Isn't that what we're doing it for so we can be happier, right? Yep. Yeah. So yeah, out of the five emotions, there is an emotion that you really should have the most of, and that's that's happiness. And of course, that how interesting how the Chinese discovered this, you know, thousands of years ago, what we're talking about, right? And how now we're talking about law of attraction, and what do we say? The subconscious mind is in the heart. And the happy emotion helps the heart really well, you know. Uh, well, the law of attraction ex- experts are saying it's the same thing, you yeah. know. Our conscious mind's in our brain, but our subconscious mind's in our heart. And we feel good emotions as we're trying to manifest. That's how we try, that's how we cause things to manifest, right? Through the heart. And so, yes, the law so of attraction. A good, yeah, yeah. A, so a good law of attraction should, practitioner is happy. Has a strong heart. Yes, and we teach others to do the same thing. So how interesting how law of attraction. How we're talking about this perfectly aligns with the teachings of Chinese medicine from five to five, 6,000 years ago. Amazing. Right? It all lines up. It all lines up. Yes. Yes. Oh, that is wonderful. And we are all out of time, but oh my goodness, that was a powerful show. Yeah. I was trying to squeeze as much as we can into this hour. And I know our listeners are kind of like, oh my God, where's he going with this? Well, it is a lot of and you know it, it's definitely a lot and it took me years to learn this stuff so what i'm trying to tell you in an hour or 15 20 minutes um you're not going to get it right away you have to go back and listen again and listen again maybe take some notes but um this took me years to learn so um i'm not expecting anybody to pick it up in, in a short show segment but it's so fascinating how it all ties in it's so perfect so david thank you so much again for bringing us all of this incredible information this is just fabulous thank you oh yes yes yeah um, you're welcome and again i want to remind our listeners and this worked well last time and that's if you go to my website totallawofattraction.com or anywhere amazon.com which works popular you buy a hard copy or paperback copy of my book you send me the receipt you'll get a free 30-minute consultation or free one-time 30-minute consultation that we can talk about anything you want to talk about if you just go uh and get a copy of my book total law of attraction uh, the paperback copy, and just send me the email me the receipt, and we can set up a Skype uh, conversation of thirty minutes, no no charge. 
Isn't that fascinating? So you can talk about the law of attraction or Chinese medicine. Yes, or anything health-related, health and wellness. That's all open, open oh, table, perfect. open book conversation. Yes. Fantastic. Well, again, thank you so much. It's been a great show, and we're all out of time. So, David, we'll talk to you again next month. Sure thing. Thank you, David. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back next week with another great show from Law of Attraction Talk Radio. If you'd like to comment on tonight's show, send an email to jules at loaradionetwork.com and have a great week.